0: the Uplevel Your Relationships Podcast. I'm your hostess, Allison Anderson, MD. This is the place where high-achieving women come to create relationships as extraordinary as their careers. If you're looking to uplevel all of your relationships, including the one with yourself, I've got you. Using evidence-based mindset tools, my training as a life coach, and my own experience as a physician, wife, and mom, I'll teach you everything you need to know to create relationships beyond your wildest dreams. I'm so excited that you're here. Now let's get on with the show. Back to the Uplevel Your Relationships podcast. I hope you guys are all having an amazing week. I really did miss recording these episodes on a weekly basis when I had my little hiatus in January. Now I also very much enjoyed my hiatus because it's really the first time that I have truly fully relaxed for a pretty extended period of time. In my entire adult life (laughs) I'm sure some of you guys can relate I went straight from high school to college and I did take a little gap year as they call them now between college and med school I was traveling and doing other things Um, but then I was in med school and residency and fellowship and then I was getting my first big girl job and I had three little babies in the midst of all of it and I just really feel like I have not slowed down to this extent ever And it was much needed and I highly recommend that you find ways to create a little bit more space and relaxation in your life in whatever way feels good to you. So I want to remind you the next round of Dating Without Drama starts on February 12th, week of Valentine's Day. It's the perfect time to treat yourself to an amazing one-month intensive group coaching program that will help you learn how to date, or date better, to really have the time of your life while you're on the path to your person. And it's the best gift that you can possibly give yourself for this sort of semi-artificial holiday of Valentine's Day. There are some amazing bonuses that you get if you sign up by tomorrow. So if you're listening to this when it comes out, tomorrow, February 9th, 2024, is the last day to get those amazing bonuses, which include a private call with me, an opportunity to have me look at your online dating profile, if you have one. Now, by the way, you're not required to do the online dating thing if you want to participate in Dating Without Drama. I talk all about dating online, but also dating in real life. And if you're like super opposed to online dating, totally fine, not required. But if you are into online dating or you want to dip a toe in and see what it's all about, you have the opportunity to have me help you polish up your online profile if you sign up by tomorrow. And then the other bonus that you get is access to one of my very favorite masterclasses called The Woman of Your Own Dreams. It's a two-part masterclass that you'll get the recording of if you sign up by tomorrow, February 9th. And it's some of the foundational elements of creating the most amazing, strong relationship with you. I truly believe that the quality of our relationship with another person can never exceed the quality of our relationship with ourselves. We can have great relationships, even if we're not fully healed, quote unquote, we can have amazing loves and people that come into our lives and really, you know, great partnerships, even if we aren't completely on solid ground with ourselves. But the stronger you are in your relationship with you, the better all of your other relationships will be. I promise you. So if you are interested in learning how to date or learning how to take your dating life to the next level. If you want some hands-on support in how to find your person and how to enjoy the process of doing so and not just have it feel like a drag. And if you want those bonuses, make sure that you go to the link in the show notes and save your seat before tomorrow, February 9th. Um, You can still sign up all the way through until February 12th, or actually 13th is when our first call is. I think I said the 12th on last week's episode, but it's actually the 13th. Um, You can sign up all the way through then, but if you sign up after the 9th, you won't get the bonuses. And I want to mention that whenever you sign up, whenever you click purchase and make the investment, you will automatically get all of the online uh, virtual content that's part of the course. So it's a self-study Um, Course that has six online modules plus an accompanying workbook. And then there are also three guided meditations that you can use whenever you want. All of that stuff is yours forever. So you get immediate access to it when you click purchase. And you can get started on it before February 12th or 13th when we start, if you want to. And you totally don't have to either. In addition to that online portion of the course, what I'm talking about starting on the 13th is our weekly group coaching calls. Now, Weekly group coaching, you guys, is seriously one of the most fun and amazing experiences for me as the coach, for me as a client, and for most of the clients that I've ever worked with. There's just something about being in the energy of other women that are going through similar experiences, and there's so much that you can learn in listening to and watching someone else be coached, even if it's not on the exact topic that you're dealing with. You can get so much information from what someone else is going through because you're not as invested as when it's your own stuff. So you can really get a lot of insight through group coaching, even if you're not the one being coached. So go ahead, go to the link in the show notes, save your spot for Dating Without Drama. I can't wait to see you guys the week of Valentine's Day. We're going to have the best month together ever. Okay, so last week I talked to you On this podcast about my list of ins for 2024 now back in january it was very trendy on social media for people to be posting their lists of ins and outs for the coming new year but since i was on my little break in january i did post my ins and outs on social media at the time but i haven't had a chance to share them with you here on the podcast so i thought i would kick off this season of the podcast with my ins and my outs and last week's episode was all about the things that are in for me for 2024. If you haven't heard it yet, go back and take a listen after you hear this one. It's really all the things that I'm really intentionally cultivating in my life that are promoting my health, my well-being, and my connection to myself. And so today, I'm going to share with you my list of the things that are out for me in 2024, the things that I just no longer have room for in my life, that are just a no for me, the things that I will no longer be participating in. And the first one is sacrificing sleep for exercise. Now, I know you guys have done this before where, because you're like a high achieving woman and you got a lot of stuff going on, you're like, oh, no big deal. I'll just get up at like 345 and do my workout before I go and work a 12 hour day because I got to fit the workout in somewhere. Right. And I totally get that because I've done the same thing and I have a focus on physical activity and exercise myself. One of the things that's in for me is building muscle. So that of course requires strength training workouts. Um, Another thing that's in for me is taking walks and getting a lot of movement in my days. And so of course that takes, you know, some intentional time spent on that. And I definitely used to be a person who would go to like the 5am orange theory class on a daily basis sometimes, which is kind of insane to me now that I think about it. I'm like, how did I do that? I guess I was younger (laughs) and just like (laughs) could bounce back from things more easily. But um, now I'm really realizing that more important than working out hardcore at 4 or 5 a.m. every day is getting adequate sleep. And sleep is my number one thing that's in for me for 2024 because there's just so much evidence about how our physical and mental health and overall well-being and wellness really hinge on getting adequate sleep, whatever that means for each individual person. We're so subscribed to this hustle culture and this perfectionism, and that is what I think really drives us to do these crazy early morning workouts in a lot of cases. It's not that we truly want to or that we enjoy it, And it's not even that it's truly that beneficial to our body because instead of getting adequate sleep, we're basically cutting our sleep short and then doing something that's like stressful on the body, like an intense workout. And so, you know, the reason that we might be doing it, we're saying is to promote our health, but we're probably actually not really promoting our health by doing that. We might even be harming it. And so in my life, at least in this current season, I want to really put the focus more on sleep and maybe not being so perfect about working out every single day at the crack of dawn and instead figuring out how to incorporate the movement and exercise that i want to do on a weekly basis just at different times of the day so that i can really make my sleep a priority at least especially in this season where it's a little bit darker a little bit colder in the morning i don't want to jump out of bed and like do a crazy workout and then dash around and go to work i want to luxuriate in bed I want Sunday vibes every day. I want to wake up slowly and like chill with my husband and have a cup of coffee and do all of that and not like race to the gym and get my workout in first thing in the morning. Now, I'm not knocking it. If you love your morning workouts and if you like your reason for doing them, by all means, go ahead and continue. But if your reason for doing them is because you... figure out how to fit them in at other times of your day and you feel like you must absolutely be perfect and work out every single day, and if you don't, you're going to gain weight and you know not meet your fitness goals, I want you to really reevaluate that. Which brings me into the second thing that's out for me in 2024, which is the all or nothing mentality. Now, y'all know if you've been listening to the podcast (laughs) that I have a very strong hyperachiever saboteur. I'm a high achieving person and that's amazing, but the shadow side of that is that I have this voice in my head that wants to tell me that if I'm not doing it perfectly and if I'm not doing it all and if I'm not like you know 10 out of 10 on every activity that I do, then I'm just not worthy and I'm just not doing it right. I know a lot of you can probably relate to that, this sort of black and white thinking that like, if I can't do it perfectly, it's not worth doing. Or if I'm not doing it perfectly, somehow there's something wrong with me. That's really, really common amongst high achieving people. And it's like, you know, (laughs) that old um, phrase from, I think it's from Talladega Nights. I'm the worst person with movies. Like I sometimes watch them and then I completely forget them, but I'm pretty sure in Talladega Nights, the guy is like, if you're not first, you're last. I think we take that to a really extreme level, especially in our sort of hustle culture and our society. And then especially when we're high achievers, we think that like, if we're not doing it all, then we're doing nothing, right? But if you think about it, if you work out one out of seven days, that's a lot better than zero out of seven. If you eat one healthy meal, that's better than eating none. If you read for like two minutes, that's better for not, than not reading at all. If you walk for 10 minutes, you're getting more benefit than you would if you didn't walk at all. If you go to bed early one night, that's at least one night that you're going to bed early versus zero in the week. And, you know, habits can start really small. And sometimes, and probably usually, it's best for them to start small. I'm actually reading Atomic Habits, the book by James Clear. We're reading it in my book club, which, side note, if you have the opportunity to join a book club where you actually meet in person, I'm having the best time with this group of ladies that I only knew one out of the like 15 or so of us that meet before the book club started. And so it's a really cool way to connect with like-minded women. And we're reading this really awesome book, Atomic Habits, which I definitely recommend. Um, and it's all about like how to create new habits in your life and how to break bad habits. And so I'm going to have a podcast episode coming up on that. But the point for this episode is that habits can and probably should start small. And so this all or nothing mentality is just out for 2024. Some is better than none. And that is my mantra. I'm sticking to it. Okay. Another out for me for this year is listening to other people more than myself. So in last week's episode, I mentioned the Huberman Lab podcast that I love to listen to. Another source that I really love is Dr. Amy Shaw. She goes by the handle on Instagram, Fasting MD, And they both have a lot of like scientific information that they make really accessible to the general public about all sorts of topics. Dr. Huberman especially covers like a million different topics. Um, Dr. Shaw focuses a lot on like aging well nutrition, uh, gut health, all of that stuff and so I definitely do listen to other people you know i don 't know everything. I like to find different sources of information. I like to learn from people I love to listen to podcasts I love to look at social media accounts that are really educational and that I find beneficial. But there is so much conflicting info out there about every single topic that you can think of. Um, I'm especially thinking about ones in terms of like health, fitness, longevity, well-being, all of that, you can find you know, half the experts will say that you should always intermittent fast. And then half will say that you never should. Half will say that you need to focus on these foods. Half will say, never eat those foods. Half of them will say dairy is good. Half will say dairy is bad. Like there's, you know, the list goes on and on any given topic. You can find any expert opinion <laughs> that contradicts all of the other ones. You can find any opinion that supports what you believe, etc. So with all of that conflicting info out there, I really want to focus this year on not just blindly listening to other people more than I listen to myself, just because someone says that, you know, protein shakes are like the best thing ever and you must have them in order to get adequate protein and increase your muscle mass. I want to really have discernment and decide, okay, does that work for me? If lots of people say you should eat, you know, primarily animal protein, okay, does that work for me? If people say that walking is better than doing intense cardio, okay, does that work for me? So, I definitely recommend that all of you really also take the opportunity to learn from different experts, definitely have some discernment about like what the qualifications of these experts are like is this just like some random dude 's opinion or is there some kind of either personal experience? Um, or evidence, you know, from the scientific literature that backs up what they're saying. So have some discernment, but also, you know, take in the teachings of different people, but then apply them to your life and see how it goes. Do an experiment. You get to see what works for you and you get to decide what you want to subscribe to that other people are teaching. And you can kind of just leave the rest behind if it's not working for you. You are the expert in your life. You're the expert in your body. And so just because some expert thinks that You know, a certain like nutrition plan is optimal, it doesn't mean that it's optimal for you. Same thing goes for coaching. Like I always tell my clients this: you're the expert in your life. I'm just here to guide you and help you explore what you already know. You have a deep wisdom about yourself, you just have to tap into it. So we are no longer just listening to other people instead of ourselves. We're learning how to tap in to our intuition. And really pick up on the signals that our body sends us in order to decide what works for us and stop listening just to other people because they said so. This also kind of comes to um, like other people's opinions and people pleasing and listening to other people more than yourself about decisions in your life. So, like decisions about your relationship or about dating or other life choices. My favorite quote, one of my favorite quotes from my mentor, Brooke Castillo, is someone's always going to be unhappy with your life, but it shouldn't be you. So instead of listening to like what your parents think about your marriage, for example, why don't you listen to yourself (laughs) and really tune into what you think instead of listening to like your friend's opinions on whether you should wear this or not or how you should have your hair or whatever else? Why don't you start listening to you? So that's definitely out for me for this year is the listening to other people more than myself. Okay, another thing that's out for me for 2024 is over-scheduling and also doing things out of obligation as well as hustling. So these were like three separate things that I listed on my list of outs, but I'm lumping them all together here because they're all kind of related. So I talked last week about how much I'm focusing on blank space in my calendar, and rest and relaxation, those things are definitely in for me for this year. And that means that overscheduling, having a full calendar for no reason other than I think I should, doing things that I don't actually wanna do because I think I have to, and hustling and subscribing to that hustle culture where you have to earn your relaxation, those are all just a big no for me this year. You get to enjoy what you've already created in your life up to this point. Did you know that? Like, you can stop and and actually just celebrate your accomplishments. That's another thing that's out for me, is not taking the time to celebrate my accomplishments. How many times have you met a goal that you had, that you've been striving for, and then you basically are like, oh, okay, cool, on to the next, and you're immediately to the next goal. I think that's kind of how our brains work, right? Because once we've thought about and worked towards something for so long, once we actually get there, it can be like, not that exciting. (laughs) We've already experienced it ahead of time almost. So we're like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. I knew that was going to happen. And that's great. And that's amazing. And that's a huge part of goal accomplishment is sort of living it before it happens. But then we have this tendency that we don't even stop and pause and notice what an amazing thing we did and celebrate that accomplishment. So not stopping to celebrate things is out for me this year, as well as packing my schedule, doing things out of obligation and hustling. This also points me towards a reminder that when we do things out of obligation, like for other people, so if someone asks you to come to an event that you really don't want to go to or to do something that you just like really actually don't want to do, but when you say that you'll do it anyways, you're basically just lying to them. You're people pleasing them. And it's to the detriment of what you truly want. Now, if you want to do something for someone else because you genuinely, you know, want to help or want to you know please them in some way and you like that and you can recognize like i don't actually want to do this thing but i want to do it for them that's totally fine as long as you like your reasons but if you find yourself doing a lot of people pleasing and doing things out of obligation so as not to rock the boat or offend anyone else i want you to really start to consider that maybe doing things out of obligation can just be a no for you this year because again Someone's going to be unhappy with your decisions, right? Someone's going to be unhappy if you say no to their event, but it shouldn't be you that's unhappy with your decision when you say yes against your own will. Okay. Another out for 2024 for me is mindless scrolling. Now I love social media for the amazing connecting resource that it can be. There's like this vast, wealth of knowledge out there. There's so much human ingenuity out there. Like you get exposed to things on social media that you would just never know about otherwise. And you sometimes make connections and meet people that you never would have had access to because they live, you know, halfway across the world or whatever. So I love social media for the resource that it can be, but it's also a huge time vampire, right? (laughs) Like we spend so much time that we don't even necessarily notice looking at our social media or the news or the screen in some way or checking our emails or making sure we didn't miss a text, et cetera. Especially if you have an online business like I do, you can easily get sucked into that trap of like, oh, let me just check one more time my DMs. And like, while I'm here, I might as well like look at the latest viral video about like making, you know, feta eggs or whatever the latest recipe is. And so we often don't notice how much time we spend scrolling on our phones. And I have a lot of women tell me, especially when I'm like encouraging all this rest and relaxation, they'll be like, well, I don't have time for that. My life is just too busy and too full to stop and relax. But I always challenge them like, okay, how much time do you spend on your phone every day? And you might even be telling yourself that that is your relaxing time. But I promise you that what social media and screens in general do to our brains, it doesn't feel relaxing. Like that does not count necessarily in most cases as rest and relaxation. And so if you are spending time on your phone and calling it rest and relaxation, or if you're sort of sneakily without even noticing spending a lot of time on your phone and then saying you're too busy to rest... Or also I've heard a lot of women say they're too busy to date and it's like, okay, how much time do you spend on your phone? What if you spent half that time working on dating, you know? So if you find yourself saying you're too busy for something or you don't have time for something. And even if you don't find yourself saying that, I think it's an interesting experiment. I want you to look at your screen time report iPhone definitely has a weekly screen time report that you can find like in the settings somewhere. And I'm sure other types of phones have it too. Um, Look at how much time you spend on average on your phone over the course of a week. And then I challenge you to cut that in half. And if you need like set timers, you can usually have in-app timers that'll like cut you off and tell you you've met your quota for the day. Um, Or you can just set an alarm on your phone for like how much time you're gonna spend. I challenge you to take your screen time amount for the week cut it in half, and then intentionally use the other half of that time that you're saving to do something different. Maybe you use it to cultivate some connections with potential people that you want to date. Maybe you use it to just rest and do nothing. Maybe you use it to do some of the other things that I was talking about that are in for me this year, if they're in for you too, like working on your... Um, strength and building muscle or taking a walk or having morning alone time that's not just filled with scrolling Instagram, etc. So I really am finding for myself that the less time I spend on social media, the better I feel. And I definitely would recommend that you also look at your time that you spend on mindless scrolling and see what happens if you cut it in half, see what effects that has on your life. Okay. Another out for me for 2024 is putting things off that I really desire. And so that can be things like things that I want to do and experience that I say, oh, I'll get to that later. It can even be like, oh, this outfit, this like beautiful new pair of shoes or, you know, this certain dress or whatever, like, oh, I'll just wear that later. Like I'm going to wait for an occasion to wear that. It can be using the fancy candles at home. Like sometimes I'll buy a beautiful candle and I'll feel this default thought come in that's like, okay, well, we're gonna save that until like a special occasion and then we'll burn that candle. And this year, all of that is just a no for me. I'm done with putting things off that I really desire. So this year I'm focusing on like wearing the things even when I'm not going anywhere specific. Like wear it to the grocery store, wear it to you know, the hair salon, Wear it to just go on a random coffee date with myself. I'm into using the fancy candles and anything else that I have a tendency to want to save for later, just doing it now. I'm into really intentionally scheduling the things that I deeply desire and want to do, but that I keep saying, oh, I'll just do it another time. One of those, like I mentioned in last week's episode, is I have an upcoming sexy little photo shoot. And I've been wanting to do this for a really long time. Get some like boudoir photos um, for like myself, my husband, just for the experience. Maybe I'll share some less risque ones on my social media, but I've really been wanting to do that. But I keep like putting it off. Oh, I'll do it later. Like I'll figure out, I'll have time another time, whatever, but no, I'm doing, I'm going to do it now. I have it on the calendar. I've been wanting to take um, a solo trip. I took one to Phoenix not that long ago. But I've been wanting to take one to like somewhere different, somewhere where I haven't really been, somewhere where I have to fly and it's like new and exciting. And I keep putting that off because like, is there really time? What about the kids? What about this and that? But no, I have my solo trip booked. So for this year of 2024 and hopefully going forward too, that's kind of the intention with this is like what's in and out for 2024 will probably persist into future years, but for 2024 at least a big out for me is putting things off that i really desire. You know, our life is meant to be enjoyed. There's no use in saving the special things and the special outfits and the special occasions for a quote unquote special occasion. Like everyday can be the special occasion. Everyday can be the party. There's this really awesome video, i'll try to find it and link it in the show notes about um it's this man talking about like how one of his family members like saved her fine China for a special occasion. And then I think she ended up dying and like never actually used it. And so he really has the mentality that like every day is going to be the party every day. He's going to dress to the nines every day. He's going to, you know, use those things and do the special things instead of saving them for some occasion. He's going to do it now because our life is now and our life is meant to be enjoyed now. And it gets to be fun in the present, whether there's a, special occasion that everybody would recognize as, as, a special occasion or not. Okay. And then the last thing that's out for me in 2024, and it gives me a little bit of sadness to say this, but it's one-on-one coaching. <laughs> as a lot of, you know, I have sort of, um, ended slash put a pause on my one-on-one coaching practice. I ended my, Sessions with all of my previous one on one clients, and I'm really turning my focus to group coaching. I love group coaching. I love it for me, I love it for my clients. I just think it's this beautiful, amazing experience. It's a lot more accessible financially to more people than one on one coaching is. I do still have some opportunities, very limited, for one on one coaching via Voxer, which is all like voice and text message based coaching. So if you really want individual support, I do have that. I also do offer some one-on-one sessions for my group coaching clients. So you can do that kind of like as an adjunct to signing up for dating without drama, but otherwise one-on-one coaching is just out for 2024 and it might come back. But for now, I really have my focus on my dating without drama group course. Don't forget to go to the link in the show notes to get all the info and make sure you sign up by tomorrow the 9th, so that you can get the additional bonuses that I'm offering. We start the week of February 12th, the perfect time for you to give yourself this gift for Valentine's Day. Um, and then I'll be turning some of my focus towards creating my next amazing group coaching program, which will be for those of us who are not single and ready to mingle, but are in relationships that we want to really take to the next level, um, as well as you know just other parts of our lives that we want to work on and up-level together in a group coaching setting. So my beautiful friends, those are the things that are out for me in 2024. I hope some of that resonates and gives you something to think about in terms of your own life. I would love to know what's out for you and what's in for this coming year. You know, I love to hear from you. So don't hesitate to hit me up in all the places that we're connected. And I hope you have the best week. I'll talk to you in next week's episode. Take care.